Hi, need a ride? Hop on in. I'm headed to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Come on, let's go. We made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Julia's Truck and Cafe. How is everybody doing? Everybody having a good week so far this week? I have a lot of things to cover and I'm sorry this is running a little late this week. Um, stay tuned because you're going to see, and I should say here, my bad, how a um, driver's act of kindness went a real long way with another driver. So let's get right into it. Like I said, I have a lot of things that I need to cover um, since I'm running a little bit behind. I had a lot of things going on over the last week or so. In the news... Um, starting out with last week and we'll work our way up to current news Uh, New Jersey troopers fined $5.1 million worth of marijuana at an I-78 way station this was back on the 16th authorities announced today that uh, they arrested a California truck driver after they discovered a half a ton of marijuana in his vehicle at a way station off of uh, I-78 A California-based driver, 45, and I won't say his name, has been charged with possession of marijuana and possession with intent to distribute more than 25 pounds, according to a news release from the Warren County Prosecutor's Office. New Jersey State uh, troopers say that the that they discovered the drugs on the 14th on Tuesday at Eastbound Way Station in Greenwich Township. Uh, troopers say that they searched the truck and found more than 1,000 pounds of marijuana packed in 44 cardboard boxes. Police say that the estimated street value of the drugs was $5,145,000. And if the driver is convicted, he faces more than 20 years behind bars and a $300,000 fine. Walmart is hit with a $50,000 fine in Illinois for allowing trucks to park in their parking lot. A Walmart in Springfield, Illinois is facing tens of thousands of dollars worth of fines for allowing us to park in the store's lot. City officials in Springfield approved a measure to impose a $50,000 fine to the Walmart Supercenter, according um, to the State Journal Register there in Illinois, For months now, the city of Springfield has been battling with Walmart over parking ordinance violations that involve $500 per day fine for every day that the location allows us to park there, meaning us tractor trailers. During last week's fine assessment hearing, city officials opted to retroactively impose the $500 per day fine and to cap the total penalty at $50,000. So see, a lot of times we're always bitching at Walmart for not letting us park there, but a lot of times it's the cities. The cities don't want us in their or in within their city limits, but they won't build truck stops 
outside of the city limits. Oh, 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 we don't want no trucks here. We don't want no trucks here. But how the hell are you supposed to get your crap to the stores, people? You know, this is the kind of stuff that really ticks me off. There, I have another story uh, here recently that they pulled the same crap. If you want your stuff and you want us to stock Walmart, start building truck stops. And drivers, you got to quit leaving pee bottles and quit pissing outside your truck when 30 to 50 yards away there's a restroom. You're not a dog. You're not an animal. Heck, I'm turn around and and you know saying dog and everything and that's insulting the dog you know you don't have to pee outside you're not at your house do you piss outside but at your house no you probably don't you at least go to the bathroom or you go at least behind a tree don't think we're not watching you and me as a female yeah there's times that i can't make it it's called a cup it's called a gallon. It's called, you know, having containers in my truck. And I put them in a couple of Walmart bags and I throw them in the garbage or throw them in the dumpster. Not peeing in a parking lot outside my truck because you're too damn lazy to walk in. If you can't hold it, get yourself a wash jug or a laundry detergent bottle and pee in there and then go dump it inside. They're making these porta potties now and stuff. You don't have to be pissing outside in the parking lot. Back to the story. The city argues that the park trucks pose a safety concern and reduce visibility. The city also points out that when the store was built, there were no plans to allow overnight truck parking in the lot. There are signs posted, no overnight truck parking. Back in February, the Walmart location was hit with an $18,000 fine for allowing truck parking in their lot between the dates of November 8th and December 13th of 2017. After this fine was issued, Walmart representatives shared plans to remedy the situation by restriping the parking lot to provide proper truck parking spots, increase parking lot security, and by changing the store's landscaping to prevent trucks from entering the lot. City officials determined that Walmart never followed through on any of these plans and that the trucks were still parking in the lot. So the $18,000 fine, excuse me, the $18,000 fine ballooned into $50,000. Both Walmart and the city of Springfield say that they're looking for ways to solve the truck prog- parking problem. Yeah, right. Eh-eh. Walmart spokesperson Casey Stelly said at this time, We are in the process of weighing our options as to how best to proceed. Nevertheless, Walmart will continue to amicably work with the city of Springfield in accordance with the applicable ordinances. Of course they're going to say that. But they're still going to say, nope, sorry, trucks aren't allowed here. But we still want our crap delivered. You know, oh, it's fine for Walmart trucks to park in their own lot. But when I spend a couple hundred bucks at Walmart going grocery shopping, that's why a lot of people don't, you know, don't shop at Walmart. But really, our options are limited out here. You want to cook in your truck to save money, you know, and I'll get to that in a minute. But where is there a place to go grocery shopping? Sam's don't want us on their lot. Walmart don't want us on their lot. Target don't want us on their lot. Where are we supposed to go? Get a cab, get Uber, get Lyft, and then get held up because, hey, you're a truck driver. We know you have money. So then you're going to turn around and get robbed because you're trying to go get yourself some groceries? When is the crap going to end? In other news, an instrument panel issue prompts a recall of 45,000 Freightliner Cascadias. Now, this is about eight days ago. 
but you know it's still going to be in fact Daimler Trucks of North America is recalling more than 45,000 Freightliner Cascadia tractors for an issue with the ignition control unit not performing required bulb checks in certain situations. According to do- documents from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Daimler says if the ignition in the affected trucks is turned from on to off to on too quickly, the ICU may not perform the required bulb checks for the anti-lock brake system or ABS or electronic stability control as required by the FM or Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standards. Without an ABS or ESC bulb check, the driver would be unaware that the warning bulbs are not working, Dahmer says. In total, 45,667 model year 2017 to 2019 Freightliner Cascadia trucks manufactured between May 3rd, 2016 and July 11th, 2018 are included in the recall. Dobler will begin notifying owners on September 17th and dealers will reprogram the ICUs to ensure a bulb check is performed each time the ignition is turned on. Owners of affected trucks can contact DTNA, which is Daimler Trucks of North America, customer service at 1-800-547-0712. That's 800-547-0712 with recall number FL780. The NATSA's recall number is 18V-491. Daimler is also recalling some 2019 Cascadias over a tire issue. So besides the ignition issue, now you got another 435 model year 2019 Freightliner Cascadia trucks are being recalled over potential problems with certain Continental tires installed on them, according to documents from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. One recall affects approximately 425 of the trucks equipped with Continental Hybrid HS3 size 11R225 low pros, load range G tires. The recall states the tire cords may be visible through the inner liner in these tires, so you're not going to see it on the outside. You're going to see the, the belt showing through on the inside of the tire which would cause a sudden loss of air, you think? A separate recall affects only about 10 trucks equipped with Continental Coach HA3 size 315-80R22.5-157-154L tires with the same issue. They say will begin notifying owners on September 15th and Continental Authorized Service Facilities will inspect and replace the tires for free. So, check. If you're running a Freightliner Cascadia out there, check your tires. If you have a Continental Hybrid HS3 size 11.22.5 load range G, you may be involved with this recall uh, that the belts are showing through on the inside of your tire. In other news, most states shift focus to hours of service on the ELD-related violations. Now, I watched a video the other day, and um, I forget who put it out, but um, I may have his link in the show notes. He's got they got a lot of followers, and um, they were saying in his video that um, a lot of their drivers are getting um, tickets 
violations for not showing a pre-trip and post-trip more than a minute. Now, there is no time allotted for pre-trip or post-trip, but now the company that I work for requires a post-trip. Most companies require you to have a pre-trip. So, at least five minutes. I would suggest, my personal opinion of doing this for 30 years, has to be at least five minutes. You can't do anything uh, a good pre-trip any, you know, shorter than that, a shorter amount of time than that, than uh, five minutes. Though hours violation totals nationally have been falling for years, the, there's a chart in this article I'm going to put in the show notes. One second while I pull this up. Take me just a minute. Yeah, I will put this article in the show notes. Um, the chart below shows the extent to which more individual state truck enforcement departments are putting their attention in a big way on hours associated with the ELD mandated violations. Percentages in this chart show hours violations as a share of the state's total number of violations written. Not shown in the chart is the year 2013 when just four states had hours violation percentages above 20%. Um, based on the first four months of 2018, 12 state enforcement departments are showing hours violation percentages above the 20% line. In part, that's a result of the plethora of ELD mandate-related violations encoded but not counted toward carrier CSA scores prior to April 1st, but also an indicator that ELD systems have given inspectors new things to find wrong with carrier operations. Having a functional ELD on board, if you're required to use one under the rules, has never been more important in this respect. That's particularly true in states high in the hours violation rankings as an indication of inspectors' close focus on hours and now with ELDs. Like this gentleman said in the video, they're getting smarter. They're not getting any dumber. They're taking classes on how to read these ELDs. And you're supposed to also carry with you, if you do not know it, and you are a newbie out here, you are a new driver of under... Oh, a year or two, year six months. You are supposed to have a laminated card with you that's an easy reference guide that shows how to work your certain ELD that you have or Qualcomm, PeopleNet, uh, Keep Truck in, anything like that. Because if you do not, you will get a fine. That's something he did not mention, but um, you know, you will get a fine. So now. We have to pay for the show, so our sponsor today is Julia's Virtual Assistant Service. If you need a transcript of your podcast, a web design, social media marketing, or any kind of virtual assistance from doing reports or even bookkeeping, contact Julia's Virtual Assistant Service by going to their website of juliasvaservice.com. That's juliasvaservice.com for all your transcription web design, and also um, bookkeeping and social media marketing needs that you may have. So they're fast turnaround time with economical prices. Contact juliasvaservice.com. That's juliasvaservice.com. Now... For a humanitarian story, I would like to share with you something that I found on Facebook. 
and um, it means a lot. And the driver let me share the story, but without mentioning any names. And it goes like this. I passed a driver, and he saw a truck driver, and he saw my peace sign on my window. He asked if we could chat. He gave me his phone number over the CB, asking if I'd please call him, as I could hear anguish in his voice. So I called. His best friend from childhood just killed himself last night, and he's heading home. He needed to talk to someone and figured that I'd be an understanding person and understanding because I'm brave enough to put a peace sign on a semi-truck. What a conversation. This man just totally opened his whole life story about him and his buddy's life experiences they shared in the 55 years of knowing each other. At the end of our hour-plus conversation, he thanked me for listening to his memories, anger and crying while not being judgmental, but understanding and compassionate to his feelings. This driver thought he'd share this, as this can be a lonely job, and we never know what all of us are going through, while sitting behind the wheel with our thoughts. Each of us has a story to tell. Each of us has good days and bad days. Each of us, at times, wonder, why are we out here doing all this? It's not a glamorous job, like, I'm sorry, like they make you out to believe, to try to recruit new drivers in here. I've had a long, hard road of 30 years out here. And it's been really lonely at times. At times it's hard to talk about it. I go through a lot of my own personal strife out here. With no one to talk to for days on end. As I mentioned to you in one of the first podcasts I've done. I've wanted to start some kind of a platform where I could share my experiences with the new drivers out here. I got a very good comment from a newbie driver out here and I hope he uh, puts it in the review. But he said he's new out here and he really appreciates what I'm doing. That he really appreciates the podcasts and that he's learned a lot from the one hour a week that I do. I want to thank my listeners. I want to thank my subscribers. I really want to thank my followers on Facebook. This means a lot to me. As I'm getting older, I'm looking for other avenues to go down that I may not always be able to drive a truck. I hope that this grows. I hope that the your you as an audience grows with me. And that we share the tears. We share the joys. Don't be afraid to comment. Don't be afraid to uh, share your personal story with me. If you want to do it privately, you could always PM, uh, private message me. I won't say any names if that's your re- request. I do, you know... 
um, appreciate someone's privacy. And um, so that was a heartwarming human story. I have more news for you. And they just came let back to the news. And there again, all of these articles will be links in the show notes on the website at juliastruckacafe.com. So if you're, you have a malfunctioning ELD, say you go through a storm, lightning storm, severe storm, whatever, and your ELD goes down. Originally, you only had eight days to get it repaired. This article relates that the FMCSA in late June, and there, there it is, we're reporting it a little bit late, so I'm not the only one. Broaden the options for carriers dealing with repairing or replacing the ELD. The agency created an email address that could be used by carriers needing to request an extension of the eight-day period. Excuse me. I'll edit that out. Allowed in the regulations for handling a malfunctioning ELD. In such an event, the affected driver could use paper logs for up to eight days, after which the carrier would need to request an extension for more time. So if the carrier finds that they're not going to be able to get you in longer than eight days, which I don't think so, you should be able to run to the yard through the yard within a week. On uh, uh, mine went down. My, I have a Qualcomm, and my Qualcomm went down in Pennsylvania, and I got to the yard within eight days. And all they did is unscrew the cord from the back and plug in a new whole new unit, and away I went. So. The FMCSA chart trumpets that the agency saw as a success of the ELD mandate in reducing the incident of basic hours of service violations and excluding violations related to operations of ELDs and their uh, predecessors. To date, carriers have been instructed to send such requests through the FMCSA division office that covers the carrier's home base. So if you're, the carrier operates out of Missouri, They'd send it to FMCSA in Missouri. If you operate out of Oklahoma, they'll send it to the FMCSA in Oklahoma for those requests for a uh, longer than an eight-day extension. When requesting an extension, carriers could use the ELD extension at that gov address. FMCSA spokesman Dwayne De Bruin says that the email request received still will be routed to the appropriate state division offices and the state-based division administrator will determine whether to grant the extension or not. De Bruin also notes while the established route toward contacting the state division offices directly is still an option, the centralized email also should help FFCSA headquarters keep tabs on the malfunctions. To date, only the 120 company's FELD has been delisted from FFCSA registry of provider self-certified ELDs. The 120 device was revoked by the company itself. De Bruyne adds to ex- expect prompt reply of incoming messages to division offices. So now in more current news... The city, so I just reported how Springfield is fining Walmart for letting us park there. Now, 
last week, Olathe, Kansas, just increased their fines astronomically for trucks illegally parking. Now, if you're not familiar with Olathe, Kansas, there's a Tyson plant there. There's all these distribution there. There's um, um, Trans Am trucking is there. There's, you know, a few other uh, big companies that are in the area. In an effort to crack down on illegal truck parking, the city of Olathe voted last week to dramatically increase the fine on truckers who park on city roadways and highway ramps. On last week, Tuesday, the Olathe County or Olathe City Council, excuse me, let's start again. On last Tuesday, August 21st, the Olathe City Council voted to increase the fine for illegal truck parking from $30 to $500 according to the Kansas City Star. This fine goes into effect August 29th. That's like today at, at the um, uploading of this podcast is when that fine goes into effect, August 29th. City officials say that they elected to increase the fine so steeply because they wanted to send a message to us drivers that illegal parking could not be tolerated. A $30 fine was not enough of a deterrent. Truck drivers were parking illegally, according to city officials. Deputy City Council Attorney Chris Grunewald stated that we want to have a high fine because we believe it was the council's intent to send a message. And this sends a message to drivers that this is important and don't make this cost of doing business. City officials point to the fact that trucks can't park at an old Olathe Aldi Distribution Center because of the constant movement of trucks into and out of the facility, forcing drivers to seek parking alternatives. Olathe police support the fine because they say that truck parking along roadways and on highways can pose a safety risk. Well, that is true. Um, uh, CDL Life tried to reach out to Olathe city officials for comment, but of course they have yet to respond. They're not going to do that, you know. Anybody for us drivers out there at all? I mean, really? You know, sometimes I really freaking wonder. I really, really do. Now, in sad news, yesterday, or actually Sunday, a man's body was found in a trailer in Jackson, Mississippi at the Petro truck stop. Police say that the man's body could have been in the truck's trailer for as long as two weeks before it was discovered at the truck stop on the 27th. The, the sheriff's office there said they found the body after a concerned driver alerted an officer was on patrol at the petrol. The identity, he was said the man was 71 years old. His identity has not been released pending notification of his family. And police have not released information on how he died, but they say that the body may have been inside the trailer for up to two weeks. Uh, again, I will have this on the show notes. Now, this looks like the body was in a covered wagon. And a covered wagon is the ones with the sideboards with the tarp across just the top of it, like for a steel hauler or something. So I'm just speculating here. It's my speculation. He could have been checking his load and killed over the heart attack. Who knows? You know, you just don't know. 
And um, also, I want to send my condolences to the John McCain family. He passed away over the weekend. And they have our deepest condolences. From what I understand, they were looking at making arrangements for lying him at state in the Capitol Rotunda. So, my sincerest condolences to the John McCain family. A former KLM dispatcher is sentenced to 20 years for a $190,000 com check scheme. He has received the maximum sentence. This week in a Mississippi court, sentenced former dispatcher to the maximum penalty in prison on embezzlement charges relating to an elaborate com check fraud scheme against KLM. Stephen Brooks Russell was sentenced to 20 years for embezzlement in an amount greater than $25,000. The investigation into the scheme began back in February of 2017 when KLM contacted the Richland Police Department about the suspicion of theft by longtime employee Russell, who worked as a dispatcher. Here's how the Office of the Attorney General describes the scheme. You can go ahead and read this for yourself. I will leave this in the show notes. Um, the DA explained the reasoning for the severe sentencing. The maximum sentence is required to send the message to other criminals that businesses can, can operate safely in Rankin and Madison counties. Russell failed to change his conduct after being given a second chance following his conviction in Hines County, and now he, be, he should be held accountable for his continued criminal behavior. In other words, he didn't learn the first time. So, you know, now, buddy, you're going you're gonna to pay. So you could go ahead, like I said, that, will be, that link will be in the show notes. You can go ahead and read that for yourself. Give you give you something to do. Give you a little teaser. So you check out the show notes at uh, juliastruckingcafe.com. That's juliastruckingcafe.com. Um, I'm seeing where a fuel tanker plunges off the Highway 41 in Fresno. Also, um, in other news, I was traveling, and I saw this personally. Um, I was traveling eastbound on 64 yesterday evening, coming out of Louisville. And right before the 64-75 split, there, 75 takes a real hard 25-mile-an-hour curve to go south. And a driver was going too fast and didn't make it. And he laid his truck over right in the middle of that curve, and they shut down the exit. When it says 25-mile-an-hour, people, are not joking. It's not a joke. This is not a game. These, uh, this is again. I'm reiterating it. I say it over and over and over again. These trucks are eighty thousand pounds. That's forty ton. That's twenty-one full-grown elephants at two thousand pounds apiece in your trailer at any given time. This is not your car. Quit driving these trucks like they're your car. Quit cutting drivers off. Quit not using a turn signal. Be professional out here. You're Quit wearing flip-flops. You're a professional. We are supposed to be the elite. We are supposed to be a cut above all the other drivers out here. Start acting like it. I ain't your mama. 
you know? But I'm sick and tired of having a harp on you newbie drivers. Oh, flip-flops is okay. No, it's not. What you do inside your truck, yes, that's your business. You step out of that truck, you damn well better be professional. Because I catch you out on the road, I'll call you on it. I'll call you on it every damn time. And I'm starting to write down truck numbers. I'm starting to write down company names. I'm starting to call companies for every time that you do something to me personally by cutting me off, not using turn signals or whatever. You will be called out on this show and you'll be called, your company will be called. Let this be a warning to you. Don't, don't mess with me. It's not a good thing. I don't care if I lose listeners. These trucks aren't something to be played with. I am, you know, you're costing people their lives. You potentially could. Grow up, act mature, act like a professional. You're not 20 years old anymore. If you are 20 years old, you're supposed to be 21 driving a truck. Start acting like an adult. Quit acting like, uh, you know, you just got your doggone driver's license at 16. Grow up. I do not want to leave this episode on this note. I do want to leave this episode on a high note, and I really don't want to, you know, um, I'm not driver's mother. I'm really not. You should know what I'm telling you. You should know it already. I shouldn't have to say it. I really shouldn't. And it really, you know, I don't like to. I don't like to say it at all. But I promised Jawaski that I would read from time to time out of his book that he gave me. So I'm going to leave you on a high note. And I hope everybody has a very good week. Also, um, before I forget, I have finally got a cooking video out. Yay! Woohoo! And um, it is about, I say a lot of um, sorry. It is about cooking French toast in your truck. The safe way to do it. So I will have little videos, whether it's shopping, you know, and, and like this gentleman said at the cafe Facebook page, he really appreciates it. Um, I've also been asked to do a video about um, how do you clean dishes in your truck? Because he mentioned about the non-potable water at, at the fuel islands. No, you really don't want to use that. And, you know, us older drivers kind of know that, but we're also not understanding we forget that this isn't taught in truck driving school this isn't taught by a trainer we forget all the things and all the tips and tricks that we learned out on our own when we first got out here and that's this is the whole reason for this show is to help the newbie drivers to help the ones the any little tips and trick tricks that I could teach somebody if I could help I'm helping one driver if I could help five or ten drivers out here with little tips and tricks that I've learned over the years it's worth it to me you know I've listened to other talk radio shows and other YouTube channels and that kind of thing um, they ask for, you know, if you want to sponsor me, you want to support me, this kind of thing. You know, if you like my work, because I can't, no, no, I'm not asking for any donations. I'm not asking for any support. This is free, free information that I'm just sharing. And I'm sharing my experiences with all the newbies out here. So, you know, they're safe, they're sound, they get home to their families 
you know, whenever they do get home weekly or what have you, and they get back safe and sound. And, you know, save money and make money out here that is to be made. The beauty of life. The beauty of life is the bringing of so many colors. The hug of the warm-hearted. The kiss of the two lovers. The bond of the two brothers with nothing but each other. Through the manifestation of each thought, my heart flutters. The nourishment of a mother, breastfeeding an infant, to the heart of the peaceful warrior that darkened to be relentless. From the elegance of the butterfly to delicately land at the tip of the imagination and in the palm of your hand. Also, if you haven't, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. You just go to YouTube and you can search for Julia's Truck and Cafe. We are on iTunes, iHeartRadio. Also, last but not least, the big announcement. We are now in the Amazon, Cortana, and Google Home Mini directories. So any voice-related response, Siri, um, Google Home Mini, you would just ask, you know, Siri, play Julia's Truck and Cafe with iTunes Podcast, and... The la- uh, ask for the latest episode of Julia's iTunes. Excuse me, let me start again. Siri, play the latest episode of Julia's Truck and Cafe iTunes podcast, and it should come up. You may have to turn turn around the wording a little bit if I didn't say it exactly right, but that should work along with Google Home Mini, Amazon, and Microsoft Cortana. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of the Facebook page. Don't forget to join our discussion group at Julia's Truck and Cafe Regulars. And subscribe to our iTunes directory and also with YouTube and iHeartRadio under podcasts. So thank you so much. Have a blessed week. Keep the shiny side up and stay safe. by any of the 70 Denver area O'Reilly Auto Parts stores where you'll find everyday low prices on the parts you need to keep your vehicle at its best. Our guaranteed low prices ensure you're always getting our best deal. In fact, we'll match any auto parts store's price on any like item. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.